Hello and welcome to the Turn Yourself On Daily Podcast, helping women worldwide to believe in themselves, helping you to know your worth, make more money and feel like a million dollars. Because if you believe in yourself, you would be dangerous. It's time to believe. It's time to turn you on. Hello and welcome to the Turn Yourself On daily podcast. Now you might be listening on Spotify, Apple or one of the other channels. You might be on my YouTube channel, wherever you are. Welcome, a big, big, big welcome to you. Today's subject is quite big and it's something that took me years to work out. So I'm hoping it doesn't take you quite so long. So what we're going to talk about today is being rich. Now, quite a while ago, I heard that the purpose of your life is to be rich and happy. Now, what comes up for you when I say that? The purpose of your life is to be rich and happy. Now, I was always like, uh, okay, well, where is it then? Where's the money? Where's the happiness? Why do I struggle to be happy? Why do I struggle to be free and have fun and let all of that good stuff in? And what does rich actually mean? Now, when I was younger, I used to always think that rich was all about money and all about things. And whilst it is that, and there's nothing wrong with that, rich also goes so, so much deeper. So what does rich mean to you right now? It might be rich in terms of relationships, rich in terms of health, rich in terms of fulfillment and passion and desire and all of that that you get from your work and what you do in the world. Rich could be rich passions, like you love dancing or art or golf or whatever it is you do in your spare time. Rich might be a rich relationship with your child or your children or other people's children. It might be a rich home where it feels really peaceful and really lovely. What does rich mean to you? And if that's money, that is absolutely fine. No guilt around if it's money at all. If there is guilt, let's look at that in a different podcast. So rich to me, means money as well but it oh i wish i'd learned this years ago and why it matters is because so many women spend so many years trying to manifest things have you ever created a vision board have you ever said affirmations have you ever done all of the courses read all of the books listened to all of the podcasts like this and you're like yes that's the answer but then things don't change. So it's really important that we go deep with this. And if you've followed my work for some time now, you know that I tend to go deep with things. And once upon a time, somebody said, you're a bit too deep, or you know, they were like, you're too deep. And for me, I'm like, why would you not want to go deeper with this? Okay, vision boards are great, manifesting is great. I've got something up right up there now that I want to manifest or that I am manifesting. So all of that is great, but it matters because if you're missing what rich means, then all of that stuff, all of that other stuff doesn't work as effectively. 
And then it's quite disheartening because you're like, why is it working for them and not me? Why is it not working? Maybe it's me, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm not good enough. All of those fears can come up and then it just kind of blocks it all anyway. So what I always do is work from the inside out. And when it wasn't working for me, this whole, your purpose is to be rich and happy, go and be rich and happy. Think of all the different areas of your life and create rich happiness in all of them, richness and happiness everywhere. And it wasn't working. So I was like, what am I missing? What am I missing? So I do what I normally do when I'm a bit stuck and I said a really big prayer and I wrote, I found it in a journal, I'm pointing down there because it's down there. I found it in a journal recently and it was, it was quite a while ago I wrote this prayer and you know, you always expect to be answered straight away, don't you? Like, right, I've, I've said my prayer, I've written down my desires, right, where is it? And it didn't come, I would get snippets of it, snippets of it, but the penny finally dropped and it was like, no wonder certain things in my life weren't where I knew they could be. So yes, there's always a balance between you exactly where you need to be and not forcing things. But when you know that you're destined for more and it's not there and it feels so far out of reach and like it's never ever going to arrive, that's when you have to go deeper. My book up here, More Than A Mindset, we go deeper than the mind because yes, we can visualize things. Yes, we can think great thoughts. Sometimes we've got to go even deeper than that and work out what is the root cause. So like a tree, I always say to my clients, I'm like the, tr the, the tree is up here and I'm this bit down here, all the roots. So we go and do like the manifesting course and that's a beautiful branch up here. And we go and learn about business and strategy and money and all of these other shiny beautiful sexy things up here that's all like the fruit of the tree and the beauty beauty of the tree the blossoming i'm this bit down down here i'm like the trunk and the roots this bit which doesn't sound as glamorous does it but actually when i said that the trunk i'm that sturdy bit i help you get sturdy strong i help you create those strong foundations and we always, always go deeper than what I was ever encouraged to go. And we do it consistently. That is the key. So the answered prayer was like a slap in the face. I was like, oh my God. So we want richness, however that looks like for you. It would help to write it down. It would help to go on a walk and sit in nature and write down like, what does rich mean to me? and think about every area. And at the end of this episode, you're going to have even more areas to think about that aren't the general eight forms of wealth. Again, they go deeper than the eight forms of wealth. They will create that success for you. So are you ready? If you've got a pen and paper, great. Make notes, see what comes up for you. If not, come back to this whenever you can. Are you ready? So the answered prayer, was and it still hurts now i'm like oh my god how did i ever become so poor so we want richness in every area we want the richness the rich life the rich health the rich relationships all of that kind of stuff but i didn't realize how poor i felt how poor i was acting 
all of these kind of things. So let's start off with a poor mindset. So we hear so much information about the mindset. It's all about the mindset. That, that's what prompted me to write my book because everybody was saying, it's all about mindset. It's all about your mindset. If it was all about your mindset, we would all be enlightened masters by now, seriously. Everybody would be like, zen, there'd be no issues anywhere. But it's not, it goes deeper than that. But mindset is the key. It is one of the keys. It is one of the keys. And what happens with the mindset is, we're just repeating patterns all of the time. I think we have between 20 to 60,000 thoughts a day and 80% of them are generally negative. So it's not about being positive all the time because switching from negative to positive actually drains a lot of energy. Have you ever noticed it can be really difficult to do that? So personally, I didn't realize how much time in the day I used to spend doubting myself, second guessing myself, being quite harsh on myself, if I'm honest. I dress it up as not, but actually there was a bit of self-hate going on. And oh, I just never felt good enough, no matter how much work I did. I just couldn't seem to get past, I couldn't seem to break that cycle. And all of that is a poor mindset, right? We know that. So that's why it's not just the key, it's one of the keys. So when your mindset is poor, yet you're desiring this richness, this more, this abundance, can you see the disconnect? That's where it becomes really frustrating, the self-development, self-help work. It doesn't need to, we can cut it down like that. So I always talk about this big black void that sits in between where your soul knows of the desires, of the abundance, of the richness, of all of that good stuff, and of your doubt and your fear. And there's a big black void in between, and we don't talk about this big black void enough. In this big black void, we can spend years trying to work out childhood trauma, reconnecting to our childhood wounds, and finding out the first one, and reconnecting to our inner child, and trying to find out why we think, act or behave the way we do. Have you ever noticed that that's a very, very painful place to be? It's a very painful place to be because it's like analysis paralysis. Why am I so messed up? Why can I not achieve what they achieve? Why am I not happy? Why don't I feel good enough? And you, you know by now, we've read, we've read this so many times, we all know this piece of theory, that what you focus on expands. So whilst we're sat on a therapist's couch talking for an hour about why things are the way they are and where it could come from, we're not breaking the cycle. That's a poor mindset, yet we desire riches. Can you see the disconnect? The second way that I was told through my answered prayer that I was being poor is in my heart. So I had a poor heart. So not only did this answered prayer, because this is a thing with prayer, isn't it, right? We say a prayer and we're like, thank you for this, thank you for that. Thank you for showing me what it is I need to know or whatever it is. And you say the prayer and I always expect like everything to just land perfectly and be like, there you go, Laura Jane, there's your prayers answered, life's just wonderful. Most of the time when we say a prayer, 
it's like the whole house comes crashing down and it's like it's all going to come crashing down and it's not going to feel very nice and it's going to be tiring but it's so you can rebuild it back up again you can get those roots and that trunk really really strong again does that make sense so yeah i said this prayer and not only was i told that it was my mindset that was poor but now it was my heart that was poor and it was true i never realized and the women i work with it, it's a shock to them how poor a heart that they've got what does that mean it means how much hate anger and resentment they hold inside how much they struggle to love others and love themselves how much pleasure they struggle to feel for themselves how they struggle to let pleasure in and how they struggle to give pleasure out how they struggle to relax and be happy and receive it's all here it, the heart the heart isn't just this like little heart it's this whole chest area front back sides this whole 360 area and it's like you struggle to give love you struggle to receive love you push your good away you push people away even when they're good for you and you struggle to receive good stuff like pleasure like intimacy it's hard to let people in at times especially for a woman we have to physically let somebody in it's not just about a man that's like on the external we have to physically open up sometimes it can be hard to receive good stuff and that is all signs of a poor heart yes we've been through tough times everyone's had trauma and their version of trauma and something that's made them close the hearts but a lot of the time women don't realize how much hate anger and resentment is closing the heart and that could be externally to other people things situations events memories and it can also be towards themselves the third place i was told that i was being poor is in my spirit so what is your spirit your spirit is your energy your vibe your attitude and i didn't realize i'm only telling you about my experiences so that you if you relate to it it happens to all the women i work with as well it's they get the same experiences but i think it really helps for somebody to be really open and be like yeah my mindset was rubbish i hated myself for years i was down on myself like criticizing complaining condemning people all in my head even if it's in your head it's still it's still blocking your good and how how close my heart was how how close that's the only word i can say like being able to not being able to give love so closed here unable to receive to have pleasure to you know riches and money and all of that good stuff that we want is all pleasure so no wonder it's over here when we want it here because we're feeling poor and we're disconnected from it so anyway back to spirit your spirit is your energy vibe and your attitude what's your attitude like do you complain a lot do you criticize people do you condemn people do you blame other people do you blame the past are you fearful of the future does fear control you and it's all about your vibe your energy like you want to wake up in the morning and hopefully you've got a hundred percent battery full obviously it's not always like that but say it is 
and every negative thought and feeling drains that battery all day long and it almost depletes it and your energy is we can't see it but it creates so much for us and because it's we don't see it and we don't look after it and we don't realize how down we are at times in our spirit and in how we feel our feelings can be so low yes they're based on our thoughts and what's going on in our heart and that affects the amount of energy um, that we have the way we can be happy do we have a happy spirit or do we have a fearful spirit you know what's your energy like is your energy throughout the day just make a note now of as a percentage throughout the day how much as a percentage do you spend in fear anxiety and worry versus 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 love trust faith optimism what's the difference just notice and be kind to yourself right mine used to be like 99 percent doubt worry fear anxiety no wonder i didn't have the rich life that i wanted because doubt worry and fear we think that we've got these blocks around us but it's not necessarily blocks that need to be removed it's that attitude that energy of doubt worry and fear that we don't need to pick in and be like why am i so fearful where have i got the doubt from why am i so anxious you'll probably know your story very well you'll probably know the trauma well and why and all that kind of stuff but if you're anything like me you get to a certain age and you're like i'm done with that enough is enough and i want the healing which we're going to talk about in a minute the fourth area that i knew i was being poor in and that answered prayer told me was i had a poor soul what does that mean a poor soul means are you being you so one of the mantras in believe that i get the women to do is the more i'm me the better results i see now i used to think that i was being me but actually i wasn't there was times when i thought if i behave this kind of way then people will like me a bit more if i go along with the conversation people will like me a bit more and yeah just second guessing yourself you know you put a post out there you do something at work you put yourself out there in your business and it was that whole is it enough am i right am i being myself am i making decisions that i want so when i wanted to put my son in nursery i knew it was right for me and him but i had all of these voices telling me why it wasn't a good thing and then if you're not careful, you can end up living your life or somebody else's life and not your own. And it's almost like sometimes it's like coming out of a closet, it's like coming out of that spiritual closet, because I was always like, oh, I better not tell anybody that I believe in God or all that kind of stuff, because they'll think I'm weird. And it's like when you come out and you're like, Do you know what, take me or leave me. If you don't like me for this, that and the other, then that's me. I, I can't not be myself anymore and your soul is rich as well it can be or it can be poor mine was always poor because i would hold back i would play small i would feel small i'd second guess myself i'd hold back oh getting in my own way honestly like i was a master of getting in my own way and once you start to be yourself 
you start to develop a rich soul. Can you see how all of the levels are interlinked? Now, there's also a fifth area where you might be poor or rich, and that is in your breathing, in your body. So one of my first yoga teachers said, your breath can either heal you or harm you, and it's so true. So just check in now. Are you breathing? Are you actually even breathing? You might be breathing really shallow. Where are you breathing in your body? Where's the air going to? A lot of the time it's just to here, just to your nose. Sometimes it can just be to your throat. Sometimes it can just be here, quite rapid and fast and fluttering. Now, richness in your breath means a rich life. The deeper you breathe, the deeper your life. The richer your breath, the richer your life. How mad that it all starts with the breath. Now, I put the breath last so it can calm us down as we move out of this episode and back into your world, back into your life. But in my book, if you've read my book, you know that the breath is the first chapter. So for me, there's five areas that need to be talked about when we talk about mindset. You've got the body and the breathing, the mind, the heart, the spirit and the soul. Counted that wrong, then, didn't I? Body, mind, heart, spirit, soul. And when you work on one, you automatically work on the other. So if you only work on the mind, it's like, it's like wash off a duck's back. It might make an impact to one or two percent. And that's, that's when the self-help work gets really annoying because you're like, but I'm doing the affirmations. I'm reading the theory. Why is it not working? Patanjali says, the, the yoga guru, it should be 99% practice, 1% theory. How often do we do it the other way around? 99% theory. My shelf in my old house used to be full of self-help books, nothing else. It was like, I need all of these books to heal me, to fix me because there's something wrong with me. When actually, no, no, there's nothing wrong with us. There's just some fears, some crazy ideas, some limiting beliefs, some labels, boxes, conditioning that we bought into and removing that. I always say it's more about what we unlearn rather than what we now need to learn. We all know enough theory. I know you could write a book on your life and what you've been through and why and where it's linked to and all that kind of stuff but does that heal us a little bit what is the biggest healing the most liberating to start to connect to your breath to breathe deeply deep breath deep life rich breath rich life rich mind because people think that your breath follows your mind but actually your mind follows your breath so if you're doing affirmations, but your breathing's in fight or flight, it's hard. It's hard to let the affirmations sink in. So you start with your breath, you come back into your body, you start to breathe regulated. Nice regulated breaths. Then you start to think better automatically because you're out of fight or flight. You're not in that fear state. You're in rest and digest. You can start to open your heart, love yourself more, love others, receive more, give pleasure, receive pleasure. Your spirit, you start to feel great. Your energy is uplifted automatically. And your soul, you're like, oh, hi. You're finally like reconnected. Does it happen overnight? I never promise overnight healings at all. 
I think you can have answered prayers and you can have miracles and massive shifts. But I think the biggest transformations that I've seen in my own life and in the women that I work with, especially in the Believe community, is that consistency because they have the modules all there and they have the, the, the healing sessions once a month and then they have the monthly group calls and it's that consistency. One lady said that she was doing it consistently, she was doing the work and then she was like, things have stopped working, everything's gone to shit. Like, I've gone into my crazy. So we were like, okay, what's going on? You know, we had a little chat. She was like, do you know what? I've not done any of the work on myself for three weeks. She used to set a time on a Friday afternoon when she'd finished work to just work on herself. And she'd got out of the rhythm, things were feeling good again. So she thought, oh, I don't need to do that anymore. It's all about consistency. All about working on yourself consistently, opening yourself up even more. Because when you get to your next level of like an open heart even more and better energy, it's like there's always more that you can experience and a lot of the time we think it can't get any better so then we stop but things can get better and better and better more and more and more all day long and that is fine but it's just a belief that there's only so far I can go and only so good it can get oh that is a lot in one episode but can you see that it's more than a mindset if you've not read my book it's on amazon it's a tenor so you can read it and it's got my kind of story in it. Years, tears, honestly, and, and untold amounts of time, money and energy wasted on trying to figure everything out. And it doesn't need to take that long or be so expensive or create so much carnage along the way. So you can read my book, More Than A Mindset. You've got the body, mind, heart, spirit and soul section that we go into in more detail. Come and join us in Believe. If you have done all of the courses, read all of the books, listened to all of the podcasts and you're like, my life still isn't working, come and join us in Believe. Come into the Believe community and be a part of it because you'll be working on your breath. We've got a breathwork expert in there full time. You can connect with her, you can come to the sessions. We work on your mindset, we work on your heart, we work on your spirit, we work on your soul. We reconnect you back to you. And it is the most liberating feeling when you can start to be yourself, loving, lovable. Oh, and you've got the episode, the podcast, YouTube, and all the posts on social media. Come and say hi. Come and say hi. Come and check in. I'm always, every week, I'm in my DMs. So DM me, let me know how you get on. And if you've got any questions at any time, just reach out. You can reach me on all social channels at Laura Jane Hand or on my website at laurajanehand.com. All right, have an amazing week and I will see you very soon. Bye.